Hi, the ho, you boys and girls out there in podcast land. My name is Ron Dawson, and I'm producer and host of Radio Film School, a podcast I like to describe as This American Life for Filmmakers. We've been running a special podcast miniseries called Breaking the Glass, stories about gender, race, and making it in the film and television industry. Last week, we had a special post-election bonus produced and largely recorded by Breaking the Glass co-producer Yolanda Cochran. The episode was bittersweet in that it was written and recorded before the election results, so there was a certain sense of hopefulness in Yolanda's voice that we were on the verge of having our first female president. So when that didn't happen, I recorded an epilogue for that episode to provide context. I also use that epilogue to address what I've seen going on in the photography and filmmaking communities. That part of the epilogue is what you're about to hear. So if you listen to that entire episode of Breaking the Glass, you don't need to listen to this. But I wanted to share my thoughts and feelings with this industry in a separate, completely self-contained episode that addressed that epilogue that I had in the last Breaking the Glass episode. Thoughts and feelings about this industry that has meant so much to me for so long. This whole U.S. presidential election has had such a terrible effect on our industry, I think. I've seen great divides and what I'm guessing must be an unprecedented number of unfollows on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else where you can follow or unfollow someone. Over the years, I've seen filmmakers and videographers and photographers get heated over various issues that resulted in subsequent comment wars or social media bashing, but I've never seen anything like this. So I wanted to use what moderate platform I had to plead for change in our industry. I think the message is self-explanatory, so if it resonates with you, please share it. Thanks in advance for listening. You can learn more about the show and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher at RadioFilmSchool.com. Here's that special message. You know, obviously, a lot of people's feelings around this election have been extremely raw for various reasons. Regardless of what side of the fence you are, you're on, um, you have very passionate feelings, feelings about this country, feelings about whichever side that you support. If you're a woman, if you're a person of color, if you're a man, if you're white, if you're black, everyone has a feeling about this election, about the state of this country, maybe even the state of the world. This is not what this protest is about. So stop. Oh, Protesters, this is an unlawful assembly. You And, you know, obviously, Yolanda wrote this when uh, leading up to the election, when there was a lot of thought that Hillary Clinton may become the first woman president. And to be frank and honest, I'm not a huge Hillary fan. I'm not a huge fan of politics in general. But you can't deny what it would have meant to have the first woman president, what that would have meant to millions of women in this country. And again, I don't want this to be about politics, however you feel about Hillary or Donald or whatnot. And so, you know, leading into the election, Yolanda was really excited about the possibility of having the first woman president and what that meant. And I think 
that was infused and imbued in her recording and in the episode and the clip she picked and the message she had at the end. So I'm sure it was really disheartening for her to be in the situation she was where she had this episode that she had recorded, which was filled with hope and excitement and inspiration for women and young girls across the country that on this morning we had our first woman president and we didn't have it. And I just want to say that one, again, as I mentioned, um, I think that regardless of the election results, the message isn't lost, that there is still hope for the little girls out there who want to become the first woman president. And I think that what's important for people to remember, and which the message that I want to get across, which is one that's been kind of, I don't know, hard for people to understand or to get, is that we just need to listen. Like, we need to hear what we all have to say. We need to hear what is on our hearts, regardless, of, again, regardless of what your issue is. I think there are people on each side who have legitimate fears or legitimate concerns or legitimate feelings that are worth validating, even if you don't agree with them. And um, I think I think this message that Yolanda put together is important because it's the voice of a passionate woman who had something important to say, something that is inspiring, something that hopefully will still spark um, hope and inspiration to those of you who may listen to it, regardless of whether or not the outcome was what you wanted. And, you know, as someone who has been a professional in this industry, you know, for, you know, over 15 years, um, it's been, I have to admit, it's been kind of sad seeing what I've been seeing and reading the kind of things I've seen and heard and read. And, uh, you know, leaders in this industry, in both the photography and the video industry, saying things which, I don't know, I guess are kind of hurtful, you know, things that, you know, there are people who are friends of yours that are close to you that have said things that you would never think a friend of yours would say um, or feel. And again, I think that's on both sides. I'm sure there are people on either side of the proverbial fence who have seen, heard, or read things that their friends or family members have said that surprises them. And, um... I think... I think what's been hard for me is seeing leaders in our industry take certain stances that don't seem very leader-like, just to be frank and honest with you. Again, not visual industry across the board. I saw on the Facebook post of a high-profile photographer, a woman of color, share a very civil, cogent argument for why she was afraid. Um, and again, regardless of whether or not you acknowledge or validate her reasons for being afraid they are worth they are her feelings and they're worth acknowledging and she had shared them in a way that was really civil and and reasoned and 
not attacking in any way. And this particular photographer basically told her to take your whiny ass away and unfriend me if you don't like what I'm saying. Which is this person's right to do. But this is a person who is extremely well-respected in the industry, has a huge following, has been a leader in the photography industry. And when I read that, I was like, wow, that's, again, disheartening. Um, And in my own industry, I've seen the same thing. You know, people who are leaders who are saying and doing things that just, for lack of a better word, just don't seem leader-like. They seem mean. And my encouragement and I want to say I've also seen leaders in our industry who have taken the high road um, who have made a choice to use their platform for positivity and um, I don't know I I was speaking to another uh, fellow uh, artist in this industry and who has um, a following. And we were talking about, you know, what do we do in situations like this when there is such a heated divide over a topic? Do we use our platform to be political? Do we use our platform to share what we, how we feel and risk, you know, losing endorsements or risk losing listeners or risk losing followers or risk losing readers or a blog or whatever the case may be. And each person has to make his or her own decision as to what stance they want to take and how they want to use their respective platforms. And, you know, it's been, you know, hard for me as a person with some moderate following uh, in this industry to take public stances that I know may be unpopular among some. I always try to do it in a way that's respectful, in a way that is uh, inspirational, in a way that wherein I try to hear the other side. And if there's ever been a post I've made or a comment I've made that suggests that I haven't listened, my sincerest apologies. But I just want to encourage those of you who are listening, who are in positions of leadership in this industry, when I say this industry, I mean the creative arts industry, whether you're a filmmaker, a photographer, a graphic designer, a musician, an author. I know that creative people are passionate. I know that it's because of that passion that you're able to be an artist. I mean, you have to have passion to be an artist and make a living in this business. That's the only thing that sometimes I can actually get you through. And it's important. But I also think it's important to listen. I also think it's important that if you're in a position of leadership where people look up to you, where tens of thousands of people follow you and are inspired by you and want to learn from you, I would just encourage you to take into consideration that things you say affect people and they and people have real feelings and people and sometimes things you say hurt people. Um, even if you feel you have justification and facts to back up whatever you're saying there are ways you can say it that don't alienate other people there are things that you can do that inspire togetherness rather than divisiveness and you know regardless of what you think about the current president and the first lady and regardless of where you stand on the side of politics 
her speech about when they go low, you go high, is applicable to anybody on either side of the fence. That when someone you don't agree with says something that is mean or disrespectful or hurtful, you don't have to respond in kind. You don't have to stoop down to their level. And I would say that if you're a leader in this industry, you're obligated to rise above it, to be a leader that inspires both sides to come together. And if you don't do that, then I don't know. I think that questions definitely doesn't question a person's talent or their ability to uh, inform or educate. But, you know, I think it does question leadership and what it means to be a leader. And that would be my hope for this industry, that if you know you're the kind of person that people follow, that people listen to. And for some of you, that may mean you have a hundred Facebook followers. For some of you, you have tens of thousands of Facebook followers or any, or Instagram followers or Twitter followers. Um, really, if you have any kind of audience, but if, if you're the kind of person that it's obvious and empirical that you're a leader, I would just implore you. I would just ask you. I would fucking beg you. Think about the responsibility. If I, be, if I may be so geeky as to uh, invoke Peter Parker, famous, rather cliched, but still important message. With great power comes great responsibility. And I would just hope that uh, leaves our industry remember that. And remember that there are people who are real people on the other side of those Facebook posts or those Twitter rants or those Instagram posts who have feelings about this. Um, and again, regardless of what side you're on, if you're a leader, just keep in mind that there are real people who care, who are listening, who are following you. And, you know, a month, two months, a year from now, hopefully this will all blow over and we can move on. Um, but... Just lead us, inspire us, make us want to follow you. Make us want to listen to every word you say. Help us to understand how you feel, not by pushing us away, but by inviting us in and saying, hey, this is why I feel the way I feel. This is why my heart hurts, or this is why I'm frustrated, or this is why I'm mad at what's been going on in our country for the past eight years, or this is why I'm scared now, given what's going to happen in the next four years. Invite us into the conversation in a way that make us that makes us feel welcomed and appreciated and acknowledged. And you don't have to be a leader to do that. I think everyone should do that, but I think if you are a leader, it's more important that you do that. Anyway, this is why it's important for me to script these things, because if I don't, I rant and they go on. So I think that's all there is for I have to say for that. Um, I know a lot of us are sick of this election. So that's it. Remember, if the story sucks, I don't care what you shot it with or cut it on.